Hey listeners, MJ Casey here. Once in a generation, there comes an audiobook too important for Dwayne to simply pick. An audiobook which requires a sort of literary analysis reserved for the greatest authors. A Shakespeare, a Jane Austen, or a Burt Reynolds. No, seriously, have you read his autobiography, but enough about me? I mean, you feel like you are on the set of Sharky's Machine. Seriously, the way he tells an evening shade anecdote would make Mary Lou Henner blush, and she was there. Anywho, Dwayne was busy this week with his annual meeting of the coolest dudes in the nation summit in Celebration, Florida, so he asked his mentor and sometimes sound-alike Sir Nigel Durwood to give his take on Dwayne's pick of the week. This time, it's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Collect Em All. Having long been a fan of the audiobook medium, it is with great pleasure that I get to present a book of literally universal appeal. <laughs> See what I did there? Director Scott McCormick and his partner in crime, engineering great Justin Wirtz, take listeners on a galaxy-spanning adventure with Marvel's favorite gang of lovable losers, Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, Rocket Raccoon, and Groot. This time the whole team has united to solve the mystery as they cross paths with a number of walking and talking trees who just happen to be clones of everyone's favorite walking and talking tree with a limited vocabulary. <laughs> you know what I mean. Corinna Dervis, author of Other Bound and On the Edge of Gone, makes her Marvel debut with this well-crafted tale of the Marvel Universe that will please fans of both the film and comic iterations of the Guardians, mixing adversaries and locations old and new with moments both comic and heartfelt. McCormick does double duty as narrator and our main Groot, Reteaming with his old buddy, old pal, Eric Messner as Rocket Raccoon, Nora Shrotty returns as the deadly, beautiful, and green Gamora. Newcomers to the team, but not graphic audio, Michael Glenn and Eric Singdelson play Peter Quill and Drax the Destroyer, respectively, with their usual guts and gusto. They are joined by as many graphic audio stars as there are in the skies over their suburban Maryland recording studios on a clear night, including relative newcomer Amanda Forstrom, who gives a gutsy performance as teen genius and kidnap victim Kia. And the immortal collector makes his GA debut with delicious relish by veteran actor Lawrence Redmond. And there are more Grootlings than you can shake a... well, stick at. Fans of Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon, and Groot Steal the Galaxy should look for numerous Easter eggs from that book. And be sure to listen through to the credits for a special dance treat. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Collect Em All. Gamora's fierce reputation meant she rarely experienced stubbornness. People either cooperated with her, fled, or attacked. They did not argue. Her patience, as a result, was underdeveloped. Gamora extended a long green finger toward the Guardian ship, which loomed over her, Drax, Rocket, and a pair of convicts. Its worn patchwork metal hull looked fantastically out of place in the swamp and bog landscape around them. The hatch was still wide open. Most of the convicts were already cuffed and inside. The two left out here had other priorities. 
for the last time. You! The convicts went right on squabbling. One yapped on about honor, the other refused to set foot on board the same ship as the first convict out of principle. Hey! Rocket prodded the nearest one's shoulder, reaching up with a gun twice his size. His banded tail swished in annoyance. Gamora was talking to you. I think she was planning to say, shut up and get on board before I toss your broken body on instead. Close enough. Gamora pushed sweat-drenched deep green locks from her face for the hundredth time. For you, death would be an improvement. Saving lives is important, she told herself. Saving lives was the mission. Saving lives was what heroes like the Guardians of the Galaxy were all about. There was a reason she dedicated herself to the group. Saving lives was a small step towards making amends. Also, saving lives was damn frustrating sometimes. Your idea of honor is... Especially when she had to do it on a planet like Levitt. Even though the air was technically breathable, the swamp fumes were just the right consistency to hover around the head of the average biped. Rocket was lucky. His nose might outperform theirs, but he was also short enough to escape the worst of the smell. She pointed again at the ship's open hatch. If you want to kill each other, do it after we drop you at the kiln. The kiln?! A Damavi stuck his head out of the ship. He'd been the first to let himself be cuffed and climbed on board, but now he leaned out, his green skin dark in the evening gloom. No way! Send me to any other prison, or I'll take my chances here! Do you know what that place is like? Yes. They'll eat me alive! Most prisoners are not interested in consuming each other's flesh. <laughs> They'll kill me! They might do that. That is a distinct possibility. You don't understand. I'm really not made for that kind of place. I'm just... An activist, we know. Likely story. Gamora means it is unlikely. Drax was holding on to one of the convicts to prevent them attacking each other. With arms roughly the size of the convict's torso, judging from the way Drax's green skin had veered rapidly toward gray, even his intricate tattoos had lost their red hue. Gamora wasn't the only one bothered by the fumes. Rocket waved a dismissive clawed hand at the Damavi. Boo-hoo. You ain't the only activist here. Get back on board. Gamora turned away from the Damavi. She held the cuffs up to the nearer convict's face. Do you want to put these on yourself? You have two seconds. Was that Groot? Rocket's head shot up and turned south where Quill and Groot had gone to pick up the last remaining stray criminals. Gamora followed his lead, scrutinizing the landscape. Drab marshland stretched out before them. A hundred feet ahead, the grass gave way to shallow swamp water and willowy trees. No trace of their teammates. Gamora raised her hand to her communicator. Quill? Star-Lord, when we're on official Guardian business, will you? What's happening? Without looking, she tossed another set of cuffs at the grass by the convict's feet. I don't know. Root and I separated. Root, come in! I am Root. I am Root. A booby trap? Are you kidding me? You okay? I am Root. I don't care if it's a tiny one. I'm on my way. Need help? Rocket swung his gun over his shoulder. Nah, go have fun with these guys. Don't kill anyone until I'm back to watch. Rocket approached through the sparsely planted trees, 
He'd gone around to avoid the swamp, but even the regular paths were soggy and squishy. Every step resulted in an unsteady bounce, sending gross mud drops splashing up to cling to his fur. In this gravity, he was light enough that each step practically launched him up into the air. His gun was probably the only thing weighing him down. I am Groot. What do you mean, am I okay? Are you okay? Groot would be fine. He'd recovered from worse, but he didn't look it right now. His legs were splintered. The bark rubbed off to reveal fresh, pale wood. His movements wobbled in a way that had nothing to do with the ground underfoot. Quill approached from the other side. At every step, he had to yank his feet free. Ugh, this is so much worse than earth swamps. The mud was everywhere, from the drenched hem of his long red trench coat to splashes on his pale hair and paler face. I am Groot. Well, then don't go yelling like that. Rocket crossed his arms and scanned the area. Trees. More trees. Squishy ground. Leafy tree trunk. Hidden treehouse. An exploded mine. Are you kidding? You fell for that? That's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you, man. We just grew you back from a splinter after last time you got blown up. And these traps aren't even hidden that well. I already spotted four. Two mines around the base and two camouflaged explosives there on the tree trunk, pressure activated. You see them? Hey, there's a snare behind those bushes. That one's not awful, actually. I am Groot. There ain't nothing wrong with my priorities. Quill shook his head, then looked up at the treehouse, masked by the massive yellow leaves furling directly from the tree trunk. Hey! Anyone alive up there? Get out of here! I know you're after my house! You know about that incoming space debris, right? Uh, I said get out! All right. Quill, Groot, let's go. I am Groot. Groot didn't move. What? We tried. Let's bail. They could be having an awesome riot at the ship. We're gonna miss out! I am Groot. What, you're gonna have a nice conversation? He almost blew you up! Speaking of getting blown up, that's about to happen to Levitt. Wanna save us some trouble and come on down? We're not after your tree, man. It's a great tree, don't get me wrong, but we're a little busy saving the day. How am I supposed to trust that? Don't you know us? We're the guardians of the galaxy, come on! Never heard of you. Oh, that hurts. We've saved the universe a few times. But in your defense, you've probably been on Levitt a while. Listen, I'm Star-Lord. The Star-Lord, team leader, kind of a big deal. This is Rocket, tactician, technician, definitely not a genetically modified Earth raccoon. One of a kind. Also, I'm not a Flarkin raccoon. You take that back. At the ship, we have Gamora, the deadliest, uh, I mean, uh, greenest woman in the galaxy. Last of the Zen Hobarians. Definitely not a reformed assassin. And there's Drax, the discourager. Hell of a guy. Impressively honorable. Definitely not someone who would ever go on a murderous, vengeful rampage through the galaxy. Or have a nickname like Destroyer. It's for sure Discourager. I am Groot. What? I'm trying. Try harder. I am Groot. 
Uh, ha! <laughs> and then there's Groot! You met Groot when you almost blew him up! He's a living tree! You live inside a tree! I'm sure you'd get along! I am Groot! I am Groot! Stop trying to befriend subpar murderous criminals! We have a Kree ship incoming. You thought they'd abandon Levitt. Bastards. Bastards? Why am I not surprised? Alright, uh, Groot, get our new friend out of that tree. Groot pushed himself to his full height, wavering as he caught his balance on the soggy ground. The branches of his toes dug deep in the mud. Stepping toward the tree, he reached up snake-like vines twisting around the bark on his arms, shifting and stretching. The process was slow, slower than usual. Maybe the mine had damaged him more than he let on, but he'd also reached the lowest of the leaves. He stepped closer to the trunk, adjusting his weight. Careful! Rocket bolted forward on all fours. Root, you don't listen, do ya? Booby trap, left, step left. Root half turned. Both massive arms still raised, his legs shifted. Rocket was on top of the trap just in time, claws prying into the device, piercing its chip a fraction of a second before the bomb would have exploded. I warned you, you barked buffoon! I am Groot. You should be. I am Groot. I am Groot. Don't get all dramatic. I knew I could deactivate that bomb in time. Rocket shifted his glare to the treehouse above and groped for his blaster. Even if they rescued the guy minus a few limbs, it'd still be a rescue, right? Rocket! Don't you come up here! I have a gun! Yeah? Wanna compare? Rocket aimed his weapon up at the tree, cocked his head, squinted one eye shut. Rocket! Groot pushed the gun aside, then reached up into the tree with elongated arms. Let me go! Then Groot pulled his arms back, his long fingers wrapped around a middle-aged Kree wriggling for freedom. Are you having fun? That ship is getting too close for comfort. We're on our way! Put me down! Put me down! I am Groot. Groot shifted to carry him under one arm. You don't even know how lucky you are to be dealing with Groot instead of the rest of us. Now let's go fight some Kree. Copyright Marvel. If you've enjoyed listening to the clip of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Collect Them All, you can purchase this title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book is available in audio CD format and in all of our download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. Plus, you can listen to downloads anytime and anywhere with our Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back soon, as we'll have another Dwayne's Pick of the Week for you. See ya!